Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham, and welcome to my show. And you might notice today, number one, we got coffee creamer in the coffee, which is which is an improvement from last week. And also, I got a new button-down shirt. It's a really nice shirt. I'm proud to wear it today. And this shirt costs zero dollars because it was free. It was a gift from someone else who got the shirt. It was too small for them, but it, it fits fits me perfectly. So now I'm wearing it today. But anyway, we have we have quite the unique call today because we're we're taking a call from. An exotic dancer who was able to save $100,000 a year, I mean, obviously exotic dancing, and she was using that money towards investing in real estate and wants to know how to continue to invest this money to further propel her career and just some other investing-related advice that comes along with that. So anyway, let's get her on the call and see what's going on. So Harley, welcome to the Graham Stephan Show. What's going on? Uh, not much. How are you? Good. Good. What's up? Um, so I uh, have a question about how I should spend my money. Okay. Um, so like at, when I was 15, I started going to college and I got my journalism degree by age 19. And I had a boring office job after that and about $25,000 in student loans. So I started thinking like, how can I make more money and not have such a boring job? Uh, so then I started um, dancing and stripping. I paid off all my student loans. And after about um, three years or four years of doing that, I was ready to buy a house. And I put about half down on a house that was $335,000. And now I have, three years later, another like maybe hundred thirty grand saved up. So I was wondering if I should just buy it. Like I want a big house so I can have like a pole dancing room and a guest room and like a couple other rooms and just a lot of space. And I have two dogs, so I want a backyard. Or should I... Um, should I go ahead and just uh, like buy a couple rental properties? Um, wow! Yeah, I don't know well, what to do. First of all, that's really impressive. Not only from like a financial standpoint, but also graduating college. You said by nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. I started when I was fifteen, and then um, I started going to like a dorm when I was seventeen uh, to another college. I'm from Hawaii, so I was on a different island. Yeah. And um, I graduated summa cum laude, so I, I had a 3.98 GPA. That's that's amazing. How, I, really yeah. quick, how do you start college at 15? How does how does that happen? Um, I was, was failing out of high school my... at 15. I mean, that's what I was doing. <laughs> um, it was a program that uh, was offered through my high school called Running Start, and I knew right away, like, oh, I'm going to do this because they were paying my full tuition. All I had to pay for was the books, so that was only like a few hundred every semester. So I saved a lot of money that way. I've always been kind of financially savvy. Okay. So so here's here's my thoughts on this, and I am not an expert. I don't want anyone watching thinking that I am ex- an expert on the, the careers of exotic dancing. Um, yeah. My understanding, though, is that it is a – is it a relatively short-lived career? I mean, my only concern is that is this something that you could logistically be doing for another 10 or 15 years and continue to make the same amount of income as you do right now? Yeah, it's kind of a sales career. So as long as you have, like, the hustle down, I could probably do it till I was, like, 40, but I really don't want to because, like, already my my back hurts and, like, my knees hurt, and I don't want to stay up till like three in the morning anymore i'm just like exhausted the next day so yeah. i'm already so, trying to think of like 
I don't want to see that forever. Right. I want to see what's your plan after this career because right now it seems like you're making a very decent amount of money. I mean, how much would you would you yeah. estimate you're able to save every year? Because you've you've saved about what 130 grand. It's really impressive. Yeah, so how um, much more can you save while you continue the career? Uh, I would say. Uh, I, I put most of my money in savings because I'm like the cheapest person that I know and everyone knows that I'm the cheapest person that they know. Um, so I would say, I don't know, I would say like at least like 50 to 100 grand a year, depending on like how much I want to work. One year in Hawaii, I made uh, two, around 200 grand like after my taxes and stuff because uh, the money was really, really good over there. Just like a lot of tourists and military. Right. Wow. I I am I am shocked. I am shook. That's that's a that's a <laughs> lot of money. That's a really decent yeah. amount of money. Congratulations know, for saving all insane. of it. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's stupid insane. That's a lot of money. I'm glad you're saving all yeah. of it because I my again, my biggest concern is the longevity of the career and when you would want to transition away from it. I am a huge fan uh, of going the rental property route or simply going and buying index funds and then you can withdraw about 3% of that a year and pretty much just live off of that indefinitely. Um, my thing my thing would be this, would be to try to replace your current income or get very well close to uh, replacing what your expenses are every year in passive income. How much do you spend, would you say, every year? How much money do you need to be financially independent or be able to retire if you wanted to? Uh, what's, your, what's your spending well, like? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my mortgage is $1,100 a month at this point, so that's not very much. And I don't go out to eat that much. I would say like my, if I really cut it down, my living expenses is maybe like $2,000 a month or, or maybe even a little bit less than that. But I like to travel and stuff too. So I want to have extra money to be able to travel. That's fair enough. You can do traveling from credit card points for free. So my, my goal here is you should never pay for travel ever. Don't pay for plane tickets. Don't pay for hotels. All of that should be credit card churning. Um, so we can we can diss the travel. So let's say you need on average, let's just say twenty. Let's go twenty seven fifty a month is how much in passive yeah. income you would need to be able to replace your current lifestyle right now without having to work. Um, so what we do yeah. is we multiply that by twelve. Twenty seven fifty uh-huh. times twelve thirty three thousand. We're going to multiply that by thirty three. Uh, so you're going to need, I would say, about $1,250,000 invested to be able to replace an okay. income of about $2,750, $2,800 a month. That's your goal. Um, and that could be, okay. you could do that. You could do that through real estate. You could do that through index funds. Actually, if you did it through real estate, you'd probably need a lot less. So my goal with this would be I would continue buying re- rental property because you bought a house already, correct? Yeah, and I could. I think I could easily rent this one out for way more than what I pay in my mortgage every month. I could probably rent it out for like sixteen, seventeen, or eighteen hundred somewhere in that range. That's awesome. What's stopping you then from going and buying another one right now? Um, I just I don't really know. Like if if because I kind of do want to get a bigger house, but then I know probably it would be smarter of me to just get uh two slightly smaller houses, and then I think like how much is too much to put down. Uh, I'm like, I'm a super worrywart and I grew up like without any money. So I'm like, okay, well I like probably have like 25 grand in emergency funds. I'm like, is that too little? Is that too much? And then I think, well, I'd rather have like 40 grand in emergency funds. And then my mom's like, that's probably, he's probably going to tell you that's too much. That's way too much. There's no reason if you're you're spending like $2,000 a month, there's no reason I think that you would need more than 20. 
At the very okay. most, I would I would say twenty thousand. Yeah. But here's the thing: don't get a bigger house right now. What's the point of getting a bigger house? Especially where I th- my biggest concern is just career longevity and just getting to the yeah. point where it's not something you want to do anymore. So yeah. I would not now. I think is not the time to get a bigger house. I think the time to get a bigger house is when you step away from that career and decide you have so much money left over that you can already sustain your lifestyle and you have the extra money left over to be able to afford a bigger house without having to continue that. Um, so yeah. I would basically say do not get the bigger house. Get the two smaller rental properties. I would probably recommend putting down about 25%. Get 25%, 25%. down on two rental properties. You've got a significant amount of money saved up already. And that would be yeah. probably the next thing to do. And just make sure those properties cash flow. Make sure you can make you know a few hundred dollars a month off each of them and that you're okay kind of managing those on the side. That's what I, I, I would stay put. I would keep all of your expenses the exact same as you are right now and just continue banking yeah. and saving and investing everything else you're making right now. Yeah. Okay. Because again, it's just career longevity. And it just it, if your back is hurting, things are hurting, you don't want to continue this for another yeah. like, 15 <laughs> years, you know? Yeah. And uh, not only that, it's like the same thing. Like it used to be kind of like exciting and like learning how to sell like the sales position. But now I basically have like a script down that I say to every single person. And it's kind of just like mindless, just like five hours of mindless, the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But I think honestly, I think almost every career, regardless of what you're doing, will feel like that after a little while. I I remember reading somewhere, I think it was like seven to 10 years is the point where most people kind of get bored in their career and need to do something else. So it kind of makes sense that after the seven to 10 years, in anything that you do, it starts to be repetitive and it starts to be unchallenging. So I think it's natural too that not only like physically you would want to start something else, but just mentally, I think it's going to be good to have a different sort of challenge or to be able to expand into something else that interests you. Yeah, and maybe just maybe if if you continue doing this for just a few years long, you know, and you continue just saving money, you can transition this career into let's say real estate investing or doing something else that you're just you're you're passionate about. Yeah, I'm trying to actually get into becoming a realtor right now. I've only been doing that for a couple months, but um, that's something that definitely interests me. Just because I buying a house is like the most exciting thing I thought, and the best way that I could possibly spend my money. Yeah. No, that's a fun career. I have to say, when you make that first commission check, there's nothing like it to be like, I worked I know, for something I and I deserve. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing because it feels like, it, to me, it, it felt like I was just earning money out of thin air. I was like, I created this. It wasn't like I worked like 10 hours and I got this. I'm like, I put in work and I was able to do something and like, here is what I have to show for it. Because like, you know, yeah. like, Real estate, you don't really get trophies or anything like that, but it's like you you had this commission check, and you're like, yeah, that's my trophy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's there's nothing else like it. I would highly recommend that, especially anything. It sounds like you're pretty good with people. You're good with sales. Um, real estate yeah, is just like, um, uh, yeah, very much like that. <laughs> I'm just super persistent. Yeah, I mean, and and that's real. And real estate is really just is getting a lot of no's and being able to just push past that. And you know, it takes like thirty no's, and you get one yes, and you get one person that wants wants to work with you. Um, so absolutely, mm-hmm. pursue real estate. Uh, my only recommendation, if you're going to be doing that, is to work leases in the very beginning because those lease clients will chances are eventually go on to buy something through you and just an easy way to get your foot in the door with very little competition from other realtors because no other realtors wants to work uh, leases. So if you do yeah. that, you will stand out very easily. You could build a relationship with these clients and then a few years down the line, they're going to use you to buy and sell. 
So anyway, thank you so much for the call. I really appreciate it. Best of luck. And definitely keep me uh, posted with how everything turns out for you. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will. Cool. Sounds good. Have a good one. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Bye. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Again, if you enjoy content like this, make sure to always destroy the like button. Also, make sure to smash that subscribe button. Posting four videos a week, so if you want to be a part of it, make sure to subscribe. Also, feel free to add me on Instagram. I post it pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. And of course, if you want to be on The Graham Stephan Show, all the information is down below in the description. Make sure to follow those instructions, and uh, maybe we'll see you on the show. So with that said, thank you again for watching, and until next time.